Hi everybody, welcome to the newest podcast episode, Astrology Boop <laughs> Blueprint Blueprint. <laughs> oh my god. I literally was like, I'm not going to do too much planning around this podcast. I'm just going to come on and talk because it's all about the new moon in Pisces coming up. And with the natal moon in Pisces and midheaven in Pisces, I was like, I'm just going to feel my way into this man. <laughs> this is just going to be pure intuition with a couple of uh, mathematical additions of astrology chucked in um, so that you can locate the new moon in your birth chart. But otherwise, we're just going to go with the flow. Um, I'm trying to get comfortable. This uh, late stage of pregnancy is a bitch, I'm not going to lie. Uh, there's really not a lot comfortable about it. Yeah. Heartburn, pelvic pain, can't sit, can't stand. <laughs> We'd love to be in a pool right now or in the sea. But uh, pools are all closed here in the UK. And the sea is quite a drive away. And there's just that feeling towards the end of pregnancy that you shouldn't go. I mean, we're not supposed to go anywhere anyway, because we're fucking under fucking fuck. <laughs> Lock and key of the government. Fuck me. I'm so over that. Anybody else? Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're not supposed to go anywhere. Um so the sea is kind of out of the question but there's also that feeling that if you leave like kind of go too far from home what if you go into labor <laughs> and then there's like and you're on your own and you've driven all that way and then suddenly my moon in Pisces is like it's fine i'll just give birth on the beach in the sand dunes <laughs> it'll be totally cool be a great story to tell <laughs> and actually like the practical me comes in and i'm like no that would just be fucking terrifying <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, so new moon in Pis Pisces, new moon in Pisces, 23 degrees of Pisces at 10.21 a.m. in the UK, 3.21 p.m. Uh, US East Coast, and then adjust for all other times um, on the Earth. Um, I haven't written the date. So basically, I'm reading this from my diary because I wrote all the mathematical details down. So that would have the facts in front of me, ready to record. Um, I haven't said the date. <laughs> 3rd of March might help. Yeah, Wednesday the 3rd of March. I've written it on the wrong day. That was the day that I wrote the information down. <laughs> oh my God, it's next week. Like beyond the 3rd of March, Freya, this is honestly, I cannot cope with Pisces season. It is just mutable madness. <laughs> information, I can't retain it. Saturday the 13th of March, yes, new moon, 10.21am UK, 23 degrees and 3 minutes of Pisces. So this is in the final deacon of Pisces and when we reach the final deacon of any sign, uh, the deacons being the tens, um, yeah, the multiples of tens that go into 30 degrees so the first 10 degrees are the first deacon of any sign and the second 10 degrees would be from 11 to 19 I believe um yeah so I think it's 0 to 9 10 to 19 and then 20 to 29 um and each deacon represents um an, a different experience of the zodiac sign um so the 
the earliest um, to link it to seasons again I suppose the earliest the first deacon um, the earliest degrees of any sign would be um, kind of that Aries type spring-like energy experiencing the energy for the first time it being very kind of innocent and childlike and just a kind of natural feeling um, the middle degrees would be where you're really kind of finding your feet with the energy um, where you kind of feel comfortable in in that particular zodiac sign and you feel kind of mm, maybe not professor status but kind of like a really good sort of academically achieving um the high school <laughs> grade of that zodiac sign if that makes any sense and then the final deacon is a really interesting one because it's the graduation um and this is where you would kind of take on that professorial is that a word professorial <laughs> um yeah <coughs> excuse me status i've come on here all excited and now i'm like oh my god i can't talk i just like i'm talking 10 to the dozen i can't breathe it's also accounting for the huge um bump in my stomach as well yeah so uh the final deacon's really interesting the final degree I believe the term is anoretic degree. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. There's so much terminology with astrology. And for it to like stay in my brain is one of those things that I'm trying to master in this lifetime. Um, <clears throat> but I believe the anoretic degree is the final degree. So 29 degrees of any sign. And this is a really intense energy. So if you meet anybody that's got 29 degrees of any sign in their chart or if you have 29 degrees of any sign in your own birth chart then this is just a really strong understanding and like I said graduation of that particular zodiac sign and it's highly emphasized and when you get transiting planets aspecting your 29 degrees <clears throat> of whatever <clears throat> It's um it can be really strongly felt um by yourself and probably by those around you as well. So that's a really intense one. <laughs> um yeah, so anyway, this new moon in Pisces is 23 degrees, so that is in the final deacon. So it's definitely um the graduation of this empathic, intuitive, um kind considerate uh martyr-like as a bit of a shadow energy of pisces um mutable water sign so this can be a lot of changing emotions um and obviously one of the symbols for pisces is the fish swimming in opposite directions and <clears throat> this kind of represents <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> the changeability of the fact that Pisces just feels through others so it's very difficult with any strong Pisces placement or strong Neptune in your birth chart to differentiate between your own feelings and the feelings of those around you um, <laughs> the feelings of the the collective generally um, strong 12th house placements as well did I say that yeah strong 12th house is also very much um, in line with this as well. So say, for example, you have moon in the 12th house, that's a bit like having moon in Pisces. And then also in the zodiac sign that it's in. Um, if you had, I suppose, moon in Pisces in the 12th house, 
Jeez, that would be hard work. <laughs> I find it hard enough having Moon in Pisces in the ninth house and then Gemini in the twelfth house, North Node in the twelfth house. So a lot of my life is experiences of trying to well it's not like trying with the moon it's very linked with just what you feel and with Pisces it's just yeah it's just very linked to emotions but there's a really strong need to ground yourself um and find ways of just reconnecting to the earth and not taking everything on as though it's your own responsibility and emotional experience which is really fucking difficult <laughs> um but really important to do because otherwise you can just become a kind of human emotional soup and you get to the end of the day and you think why am I just sitting here crying I've got no idea who these tears belong to and I do think it's really important to cry for all water signs actually um probably slightly easier to express in the sign of Pisces um then perhaps the kind of more defensive cancer or very often very kind of insular Scorpio because their emotions are so like they're trying to protect them as much as possible whereas Pisces is just open to all energies and therefore a bit more openly expressive about tears um so yeah so we're in the final deacon with this new moon and um it's a really good time to sow new seeds as with any new moon good uh not good seeds <laughs> sow new seeds of intention i might re-record this in a minute this is not <laughs> coming out at all how i hoped um in the arena of life that is covered <clears throat> or your house that is covered by pisces in your birth chart so have a look through and see if you can locate where 23 degrees of pisces is in your birth chart and that's the area of life in which you would um i want to say something that's just not like really dictatorial but <laughs> you would do well to sow a new seed here you know what i mean like if you're interested in it which you probably are if you're listening to the podcast then sow new seeds of intention in the pisces area of your birth chart because this is where there will be lots of um <clears throat> bound up potential energy so it's not a time to be expecting results but it's, it's just a time to be sowing new seeds and um yeah the springtime of an idea really or a feeling or a practical project that you're trying to get off the ground um depending on which house it falls in your shot with pisces it's generally going to be emotions based um but if it falls in your 10th house for example which is more of a kind of practical earthy house in the birth chart then it might be your feelings um and your new seeds of emotional intention as to how you could be happier at work on a daily basis for example um because the 10th house is very work related um or how you can show more of your emotional self through what you do um what you're rec publicly recognized for so if you have pisces midheaven for example um yeah as i do i suppose um so that's the 10th house cusp is where your midheaven or your mc is um is found then being openly sort of available to the collective energies and universal energies as well um pisces kind of transcends all any kind of barriers so when i say kind of 
like global energies that is true but then it also <clears throat> goes beyond the earth it goes up into the into the um into space and back to the stars where we you know came from or some people would believe that's where we came from and um you know and also deep down into the oceans into the earth's core so there's no it's free-flowing emotional love um, energy universal kind of um care for everybody and everything really um that's what i love about pisces i mean it's very hard to, <laughs> to contain it's not whereas you might put some particular signs in a jar perhaps the fixed signs <laughs> aquarius taurus leo and uh scorpio <laughs> sorry so where's that fourth one that gets me um then you might be able to put these in a jar because they're fixed signs so they are very kind of closed in a sense and know what they like what they don't like what they feel what they don't feel and that's that and they put a lid on it and there we go whereas pisces just fuck the jar it wants to be the ocean you know it just wants to flow and you know trying to trap pisces energy is just pointless really it's like trapping quicksand or mercury i'm sure i've used the analogy before but do you remember that tv program um alex mack i was eerie indiana god they're all from like the 90s <laughs> um <clears throat> in alex mack this girl used to turn in from like human form into a liquid puddle of mercury so that she could get like under doors and through stuff that's a very pisces energy being able to link oh um oh sorry just had a message come through saying that my son is asking for pumpkins on the tv and where where might my my mum find pumpkins on the TV. I'm not quite sure what the answer is to that. <laughs> um, yeah, so also on Saturday the 13th, when this new moon is, um, we have the moon changing signs as well, as it will move into Aries. Um, so we'll have a few hours of the sign of Pisces um, at this absolute new beginning point, and then it'll move into Aries. Um, we have sorry god my breathing <laughs> other um planetary interactions or transits aspects happening on that day are also the moon will <laughs> the moon will conjunct venus um so this is really beautiful energy again it's not going to be a great day for <laughs> kind of seeing anything appear in like a rigid reality form this is more just allowing your intuition to guide you really good for creative projects pisces is very artistic very musical um it would be a good day to just listen to music all day long if that's an option and how you feel so so, so inclined because you will really connect likely um really connect with what's being said um in the words of the music and just feel the emotions of the music which is a pretty beautiful thing um it's also this this new moon is also going to conjunct neptune so <clears throat> neptune and venus <clears throat> and the sun are going to be really strong energies that you can pull into your manifestation plans um, with this particular new moon and the ideas of 
what it is that you would like to manifest in the future um, as we move to the full moon in Pisces in six months time. Um, so using the sun, this will be to do with your identity and your ego and how you shine bright in the world. Neptune um, is the kind of ruler of Pisces, a very comfortable place for this new moon to be conjuncting with. So conjunction is just eight degrees of, um, within eight degrees of each other's orb. So giving each other a lot of energy, um, that's what a conjunction is. And help is a helpful energy, it's not a negative, um, tricksy one. So Neptune really will just help guide any sense of sort of poetry really, emotional poetry. Um, if you want to start making jewellery, <laughs> like I follow all these accounts on Instagram which make sea glass jewellery and that just feels like such a great um, outlet for this new moon in Pisces. It's such a great kind of starting point. I've been really feeling this year like I was going to get into jewellery making and I was about to sit here and say oh, I haven't done anything about it yet and uh, that's because I don't have any silver or tools in front of me but actually <laughs> I have started I've bought quite a lot of jewellery this year already <laughs> um, silver jewellery which is beautiful and kind of handmade um, and brass jewellery as well um, from people on Instagram which has just been an absolute joy to to receive and to love and kind of add to my collection um so who have i bought from broken compass jewelry she's on instagram uh, i've got a lovely moon necklace from her with a moonstone in it um moonstone very pisces stone um and then i've also got oh some lovely beautiful gemstone earrings from corner house jewelry she's an absolute classic and then the brass earrings that i've bought are from brass and pebble i think she's just changed her name on instagram to brass, brass and pebble i can't talk brass and pebble jewelry um yeah she's absolutely lovely as well um and her jewelry is just out of this world i just love that these creators just hand make everything and it's just like such a beautiful thing the idea that they've put so much love and kind of care and time and attention into these things and then they're coming you know that they're available to welcome into our lives i really love that so yeah um making jewelry and i've i've purchased um some crystals and some gemstone beads and things like that so i have actually started on this journey to um jewelry making this year and i follow so many jewelry accounts it's ridiculous um i just haven't put into practice the idea of the solid silver yet and how to set things i'm learning new words like bezel <laughs> <laughs> which I wasn't quite sure what that was until a couple of weeks ago. You know, when I used to work in a jewellery shop actually years ago, it was a very kind of mainstream high street jewellery shop, not exactly the kind of jewellery that I would necessarily buy these days, um, but lots of kind of high value gold, white gold, platinum uh, and, and diamonds and sapphires. And then also watches and bezel. I'm pretty sure, isn't that the 
don't you have a, a rotating bezel on a watch? For me, it's like a cold standard of a Gemini type curiosity to play with a watch bezel. <laughs> you know, those ones on the face of the watch that just click round and then it's like you've got to get it back round to like, so it's exactly in the right position if it's got markings on it. So it's, it's, it's at exactly 12 o'clock again before you like, you know, I used to play like boyfriend's watches and stuff in the past. I would always twist them round and just, cause I like hearing the clicks. <laughs> and they would always sit there very like fastidiously, put it back to 12 o'clock. So I guess that's probably where I've got that sense of neuroses from. Whereas beforehand, I probably just would have left it wherever. Anyway, that's a random insight into my jewellery and um, romantic past. <laughs> um yeah, so with the moon shining, the sun, Neptune and Venus, this Venus also brings in sense of um, our values and money as well. Um, this is actually a really great time. I'm having like a bit of an epiphany as I, as I say all of this to really sow that seed of creative intention. Um, so if it was jewellery making that you were interested in, this would be a great time to really combine all of those elements into what it is about jewellery making you know if it's something that you want to do as a business um, or if it's just a hobby you know including the sun um the energy of the sun in this the sun in pisces like i said it's the ego <clears throat> and also the sense of joy um and neptune and venus just being very very helpful towards any kind of creative and intuitive projects as well so any kind of psychic work um this is a kind of interesting one I found since we've embarked on Pisces season. <clears throat> Last two weeks, I, um, I've probably said to you all before, I can't remember, but here we go. I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> I do do these um, online uh, psychic readings for a company, like as self-employed. So I keep hearing noises. Someone's coming through the gate. I'm not sure if they are or not. I guess I'll find out in a minute. Um, this is why I should really go back to doing the podcast in the car. Um, yeah, do these online psychic readings. And since we've been in Pisces season, I have found it absolutely impossible to log on, which is dangerous, really, because it is a big part of my income. Um, but I feel... Probably the hormones as well don't help the pregnancy hormones, but I just feel far too open to energies. And I think for me personally, and probably for a lot of women in the later stages of pregnancy, you kind of become quite insular and you just want to kind of nest and be in your own space. And even if you're a freedom lover, much like I am, there's that need to escape. There's also this need to kind of protect and I think it's just a kind of instinctual need to protect the baby in the final weeks um, before they arrive into the world. And um, I've, since I've been pregnant, I've been really developing my kind of spiritual and psychic abilities. And so this baby has kind of known nothing other than me giving out, you know, psychic information to people and um 
you know, kind of channeling information as well as doing the astrology as well, which is always a mix of kind of intuitive and mathematical anyway, as I said at the beginning of this podcast. But um, yeah, I just find that I can't log on and it's been two weeks now because I can just kind of log on whenever I feel like it to work. Um, <laughs> toddler depending, so it doesn't really leave me much time. But I just get really fearful of it and I'm like, I can't open myself up to any negativity because I will just feel it as my own and (laughs) right now there's enough of my own stuff going on to um you know to cover one person's fill of um yeah of emotional experience and I'm just really fearful that if I log on to these readings that there's going to be you know some form of kind of psychic attack or whatever and I just don't feel strong enough or grounded enough to defend that at the moment so I think that's a challenge within um within Pisces season for many people um if you've got strong water signs in your chart so Pisces Cancer or Scorpio then you could be feeling similarly about this as well um but yeah that's just an interesting thing that I noted about about Pisces uh what else can I say about Pisces I've said already that it's a mutable energy so it's very changeable um it just kind of flows in one direction and then can you know take an about turn and flow in another direction it's very difficult to harness um really where this you know where Pisces energy is coming from but that is the beauty of it and that's why Pisces and Neptune rules um places like hospitals and big institutions like that because it's uh, just uh, like a melting pot of life experience and emotional experience in one you know in one tiny place I guess in a way going back to the jar analogy that is how you jar Pisces energy is put it in a hospital um yeah and I always think Pisces is a really good energy to have amongst healthcare professionals where there's lots of intuitive and empathic um, support for people that are really in need of it. You know, a a critical time in life often if you're in hospital, you know, feeling vulnerable for whatever reason. And um, yeah, you need need some of that empathic um, support. There's also the really strong energy linked here with trust and just having an an unrelinquishing trust that everything will be okay um that's a really strong pisces neptune 12th house vibe i've been reading up a lot on the 12th house recently can you tell i keep banging on about it um just really allowing yourself to stay open to to the magic of life and the mysteries coming in to support whatever dreams you're trying to build um i think it's all too easy to slip into you know the opposite house uh the sixth house opposing the 12th house that is um the sort of mania of being completely practical and trying to think of all the details and you know file your life into very neat and tidy boxes when really sometimes you know and you, you find sometimes you're trying to do that and it's just not working or like you know you try and tidy up a mess and then another mess appears and the 12th house is all about relinquishing that sense of control and just going with the energies and seeing what turns up that is 
definitely a big lesson that I've been going through the last few months um, and something that we all really need to believe in. And I suppose <clears throat> ever since I've been talking about manifesting and, um, you know, um, the law of attraction, that sort of stuff, um, it's just this idea that you really need to believe that you deserve it and that you're kind of as worthy as any other human being and 12th house and, and Pisces is very much seeing that everybody is on an equal plane no one's better than someone else no one's worse than someone else we are all just energy at the end of the day trying to exist and <clears throat> and I heard a great sorry if I'm repeating myself I hope I'm not but it was a really good nugget of information that I heard on a recent Molly McCord podcast um, I don't remember the title of it at the moment, but she was talking about money and um, how money is it's basically just energy. And if you're constantly fearful about money, then money can become a problem in your life. And if you allow for the magic of the universe to show up in mysterious and unexpected ways, then it can be quite supportive with money. Um and I'm not talking about going out and buying a lottery ticket or things like that, because I just feel like that's, I don't know, <laughs> that just doesn't seem to make sense. But if you really, really need some help and you really, really need um, some financial support to come in, you know, from seemingly out of nowhere to help you pay a certain bill that you weren't expecting or if you need to, I don't know, attract some more work into your life or whatever so that you can make that money yourself, then I really believe that focusing on this kind of unending sense of belief and trust that you are here in this lifetime, you're equal to everybody else and you are well worthy of receiving um, this money, no matter where it comes from, it doesn't have to be and for example but I think all money isn't you know in certain ways even if it's come through from you know some kind of magical connection and, and surprise connection it's because you've put some energy out there towards that particular area of life kind of thing um just thinking back to my own experience of receiving various um sort of inheritances over the year years sorry and um you know, people often leave inheritance as a kind of, um, well, it's just, you know, who you're going to share your material wealth with um, other than your family or the people that you feel really close to. And I guess, you know, I pulled this card this morning, tarot card, the three of cups, and it made me think of my kind of my universal sisterhood <laughs> and um you know the energies that we give out to each other and and how what a beautiful thing that is and it's very much you know that it kind of ebbs and flows like the phases of the, of the moon and one minute we're in a deep conversation about life the universe and everything and the next minute we're not speaking for a couple of weeks and that is just how the energies flow but these are very much um you know like soul soul sisters or soul soul family so when i say family i mean uh, remaining open to family friends anybody that you feel close to and um yeah i've really gone off on one haven't i i'm not quite sure where i was going with it i was talking about inheritance but yeah just 
stay open to the magic of the universe and especially at this new moon because it can really surprise us and um, in six months time as well it may really show where this element of self-belief and self um, trust will you know culminate in some uh, fulfillment <laughs> in six months time as well um, so I think I'm going to wrap that up there. Um, sorry to cut it a bit short. It never quite goes on as long as uh, the car. <laughs> what is that James Corden thing? Car park? No, carpool. Some kind of carpool thing. I watched one the other day for the first time ever. And he does like Foo Fighters go, go in James Corden's car and then they sing a Foo Fighters song. It was really funny. It was on YouTube. Anyway, I know James Corden is like Marmite. You love him or you hate him. <laughs> Um, yes, but I was talking about the podcast, not James Corden. <laughs> yeah, so short episode, but hopefully I've covered everything in it. And if you've got any questions, as always, send me a message on Instagram or via email, which should be linked to my Instagram. If not, it's f.torndesigns at gmail.com. And um, yeah, let's have a chat. I'm <laughs> very open to chats with... Uh, with you guys uh, I'm just not so good at being open to uh, complete strangers on on the uh, instant messaging what's that word <laughs> psychic phone lines oh dear but yeah I will get better <laughs> just remember to ground protect your own energies but also remain open to humanity and giving out as much care and guidance and support to others as you have available in your tank. Don't overgive, which is all too easy in the sign of Pisces. And uh, take care of yourselves. I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.